Hi, this is Underground Confidence with Shelley Treacher. For those of you who are regular listeners, this podcast is going to be a revamp of my very first podcast. Brought to you today because it's been a year since I started podcasting, and I thought it would be a really good reminder of what we're all doing here, what comfort eating is, and why it's so difficult to stop eating. I've also been through many changes in this podcast, so here is the revamped new version of what you need to know about what comfort eating is and why it's difficult to stop. Thank you for listening, especially to those who've been with me for the whole year. I really appreciate it and I really hope I've helped. Do you feel compelled to overeat but wish that you could stop? Or perhaps you know that emotions drive your eating, but you don't know what to do about it. In these podcasts, I talk about the side of overeating that nobody really talks about. The emotional and the psychological side. There are reasons why you can't stop eating, and that's what I talk about here. But this podcast is so much more than just about comfort eating. It's about what makes us human and turn to comfort. So the things I talk about here could apply to any addiction or many emotional difficulties. I help you to find your real inner strength and confidence. I know you've got it inside you, so it's my job to help you find it. You might be someone who nobody really knows how you feel, or maybe you feel lonely sometimes. And so maybe you comfort eat as well. These podcasts can help you. I can help you understand what you're doing, what's going on for you, and to recover from it. And I can also help you to find other people who feel the same, and who are going through the same thing. This podcast is produced weekly, and I am your host, Shelley Treacher. Welcome. Let's start by asking, what exactly is going on with comfort eating? Over the coming podcasts, I'm going to ask you some questions that will help you start to answer what binge eating, overeating or comfort eating are for you. I'm also going to help you to understand that it's hard to stop comfort eating. It's not just a matter of willpower to be able to stop overeating. In fact, there's quite a lot more to it than that. So today, I'll start to show you what you need to know to get a handle on your overeating. But first, I'm going to tell you what comfort eating is not. It's not a response to hunger. Biologically, we're supposed to just eat when we're hungry, so the rest of the time, we're doing something else. Eating junk food is comforting. It gives you a chemical response in your brain and in your body that makes you feel soothed, blissed out, calm, numb, or gives you a hit or a high. We've got a social assumption in many of our cultures that people who are overweight could just stop overeating and do some exercise. Lots of people come into my office with frustration and sadness about stories of how their doctors, their personal trainers, or even their friends have told them to just cut down on sugar, try this or that diet, and take up running or swimming or any kind of exercise. This is not likely to be a total revelation or a fantastic new idea to someone who overeats. Trust me, the person who overeats knows that this is what it takes 
and feels a huge amount of shame for not being able to do it. So I need to explain to you all the reasons why it's so difficult to have the willpower to stop eating. There are so many different reasons why losing weight may not just be a matter of willpower. I'll describe some of the reasons here today. My hope is to explode the myth that just saying no to overeating is enough. I'm also encouraging you to give yourself less of a hard time, to give yourself a break for not being able to just stop eating. So the first reason is our ancestry. It's only in the last few decades and only in the West that starvation has become far less of an issue. So we have an inherited predisposition to eat as much as we can when food is available. We are predisposed to put on and to maintain weight rather than to lose it as a way of surviving for longer. I think that's a big enough reason that it's hard to stop. And a big enough reason to give yourself a break for not being able to stop eating. But we also have the availability of food. Food has become available everywhere. From the checkout counter in B&Q to the 24-hour all-night grocery store, there are shiny, colourful, attractive packets of salty, fried, sweet-tasting temptations everywhere. And they entice us to overeat. Years ago, food would have cost over 50% of your wage packet. Nowadays, we spend less than 10% of our income on food. I actually worked out once that I spend less than 5%. Those tasty temptations are really cheap. So that's two really good reasons why it's hard to stop eating. But then you also have your physiology. A person who eats less than normal is likely to feel hungry again soon and will be prompted to eat again. Falling blood sugar encourages a feeling of needing to eat. Satiety can be overridden easily. Our bodies register fullness long, long after we're already full. The human stomach and digestive tract have the capacity to expand to deal with larger quantities of food. So until it is filled, you may actually still feel hungry. So that's also a pretty good reason, don't you think? That would make it hard for anybody to stop overeating. But then we also have the reduction in calorie expenditure. Our level of activity has vastly decreased in the last few decades due to the increase in driving, the reduction of parks and open spaces, the reduction in physical education at school, the lack of availability of time because we need to get the money in, less active jobs and time spent looking at screens, especially in the last year and a half. So that's four compelling reasons not to stop eating, right? But then we also have our psychology, such a huge reason. Significant events, social occasions and even times of rest and holiday have become associated with food and drink and overeating. How many times have you said to yourself, I'm on holiday, the diet doesn't count. <laughs> I think we can all relate to it. But how we eat is habitual. Apparently, immigrants will give up their eating habits last when they change to a different country. Food spells comfort, familiarity, home, nurture or safety, and fun and excitement for us. And that's just part of our everyday human experience. 
Very few of us embark on a voluntary change and find it easy. I think I'm actually going to say that again. We do not embark on change easily or voluntarily. We have to really think about it and work it out. Food is deliberately made to smell, taste and look irresistible to us. And it takes quite a push to rise above that seduction. But that's what I'm doing here. Because the final factor in being unable to stop comfort eating is the use of food for emotional management. Most of us do this at some point. Who hasn't soothed themselves with chocolate, biscuits, cookies, cake, crisps, pizza, Chinese takeaways when feeling sad or frustrated? Comfort food is a widely used term. The occasional use of food to comfort won't make much difference. However, if it is frequently used, it leads to overriding signs of hunger and fullness, and of course to weight gain. So what can you actually do about it? Health professionals and diet companies may sometimes touch on the first few of these categories, although rarely do people tackle the emotional side of overeating. The people who come to my groups have tried so many different diets and most ways to approach weight loss, and it hasn't worked. In fact, I think it's made it worse. They know what they should be doing, but they feel powerless to do it because they haven't found another way to manage the day yet. This is not greed. It's not being lazy. It's the need to learn a new skill set that society and biology seem not to advocate. Whether you call it binge eating, stress eating, emotional eating, food addiction, a compulsion to eat, comfort eating, sugar addiction, or just plain overeating, it's usually got some kind of comfort or psychological element behind it. One of the things that people often ask me is, isn't it just a habit? Does it have to be something emotional? And of course the answer is actually yes. It is a really deeply ingrained, very well-grooved habit. You'll find that I talk about what a habit actually is in these podcasts as well. But there is also often something uncomfortable behind it. Hence the label comfort eating. Usually overeating is a response to feeling uncomfortable about something. How do you know you're uncomfortable? You feel it. Discomfort is a feeling. What I'm saying is that this is the tip of the iceberg, that there is more to the way that you feel that never gets discovered because you eat before you can discover it. What I've talked about today is what this podcast is all about. I've helped you to identify that there are many reasons other than lack of willpower that cause you to comfort eat. I mentioned some reasons that are ancestral, genetic, physiological, circumstantial, cultural, or psychological. And then I talked about emotional reasons being why it's so hard to stop eating. That's what this podcast is all about, the complexity of being human and emotional. That's why this podcast is not only relevant to people who are frustrated with comfort eating, it's relevant to anyone who ever had trouble with being human and emotional. I think that might be all of us at some point, But if you are a comfort eater, this puts you in the category of normal, which is the first thing I want to educate you in. What you're going through doesn't make you weird, annoying, wrong or shameful. It means you're human. 
That's it from me for today. But next week, I'll start talking about how to recognize emotional eating. Part of this podcast is answering questions and giving you comments from people that have sent me messages. So to that end, I would love to hear your comments and questions. Is there something you'd like to know about how to deal with comfort eating? Or do you have any questions about human nature, coping with emotion, being a sensitive human being on this planet? Is there anything I can help you with regarding how you feel? And if you want to go further with me and would like some help mining out your confidence, please check out my latest programs in the notes. This podcast is produced weekly on Wednesdays, and sometimes I give you a little surprise bite of something spontaneous in between weeks. So I'll see you on Wednesday, if not before. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you soon.